This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Last week we talked about the issues that come up when you change the clock about how late you could have a Mayriff. But then I realized we, we forgot to talk about the issues that come up about Kriya Shema in the morning. Because we switched the clocks, the Zman Kriya Shema creeps up on you very quickly. And you have to be aware of that to know when is the latest time you can say Kriya Shema in the morning. So the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, based on the Gemara and Brachis, that the latest a person can recite the Kriya Shema in the morning is after three hours into the day. Why? So Mr. Brew explains, because by three hours into the day, even the Malachim, even the kings, they're already up. So it's very considered Zman Kima. It says the Pasuk, When you sleep and when you're awake, right? even the Blasio is up by then already three hours into the day. Everyone's up. So now it's already the, the proper time to say, The problem is, how do you calculate three hours into the day? When's the beginning point of the day? When's the end point of the day? And when is three hours into that? So there's a famous Machoikis between the Levush, the Gro, and the Chumas Adesh. The Lavush and the Grower of the opinion that any time you look at the Jewish day, you take the Jewish day and you chop it into what we call Shazmanias. So every day has basically 12 Shazmanias and you, you figure out each, you know, three hours into the day is a fancy way of saying three Shazmanias. But when does the day start? So according to the Lavush and the Grower, the day starts at Honeitzachamo and it ends at Shkia. And you take that time in between and you break them down to Shazmanias. However, the Chumas Hadeshim was of the opinion that that's not how the clock works. The clock starts at Alois. And it goes to Tzayisekichov. Those are the two major sheetas in the Paiskim to how to calculate. And this is not just Krishma. This is how to calculate Zman Tfila, How to calculate uh, Mincha. How to calculate uh, all the other times when there's an Indian of an hour. Chometz and Ere Pesach, Sreifas Chometz. Anytime you're calculating something with the halacha is based on an hour, or what we call Shazmanias, so you got to know how to calculate the day. So it's going to be interesting that according to the Gro, we all know the Gro Zman for Krishma is later. However, according to what we call today the Magen of Rome, which we'll get to in a second, this man's going to be much earlier. So those are the two shitas and how to calculate the day. Now, the Magen of Rome came along with the following chiddush. The Magen of Rome said that even though I know that there are two ways to calculate the day, either starting from Hanais or starting from Alois, but I hold that when it comes to Kriyashma, you have to calculate it from Alois Ashach. Why? Because Kriyashma, we mentioned this last week, technically you're allowed to say Kriyashma ready from Alois Ashach. So therefore the Magen Avram felt that when you're calculating Kriyashma, you should start with the Alois HaShachar instead of the Hanet HaShachar That was the opinion of the Magen Avram. So now when we come to what time Saif Zman Kriyashma is, so everyone says the Magen Avram Zman Kriyashma. What did the Magen Avram do here? What the Magen Avram did was he said that even though there's an old Machloikis of how to calculate the day and how to calculate the hours, when it comes to Kriyashma, I believe that everyone should be on the same page, that it should start from Alois HaShachar. And on that, the Vilma going said, no, I disagree. I think Kriyashma is all different than Dan Davini. So that's what, when we call it the Magen Avram Shita, I love when people say, when's the Magen Avram Shita for Mincha? That's a ridiculous statement. The Magen Avram never waited on Mincha. The Magen Avram waited on only one topic. That was Kriyashma. The Magen Avram knows there's Machlikis Achroinim about how to calculate the day. He only waited on Kriyashma because Kriyashma starts with Aloy Sashach. Yeah. Uh-oh, we're we'll going to get to that in a second. We'll come back to that in a second. So if we now know there's two sheetas of how to calculate Zman Krishma, either what we call the Magen Avram Shita or the Vilna Goin Shita, then how do we paskin? And there's a significant amount of time in between the two. How do we paskin? So if you look at the Mishtabura, the Mishtabura does not pick sides. The Mishtabura brings down both sheetas, doesn't pick sides. And the truth is, Mishtabura does that all over. 
Whenever his manam come out, he always gives you both shittas. But Moshe Feinstein writes in the tshuva, as do other gedolim, and I've heard this from many people, that in Europe, everyone kept the Vilna going. In Europe, they were not mocked with what we call today the Magen of Ramzman Kriyishma. They used the later opinion for Kriyishma. So, what are we supposed to do today? So, Rabbi Shalom said it. I think it's very, it's a good point. Rabbi Shalom said, can you imagine, you go into a, a store to buy a lul of an esrig. And the guy tells you, you should know, this lul of an esrig is kosher according to the Vilna Goyen, but pasal according to the Magen Avram. Would you buy that lul of an esrig? So, probably not, Right? So, so why do you do that with Kriyashima? Why are you going to say a Kriyashima, which is after the Magen Avram's man, but you're getting the Vilna Goyen? Try to get both. So today in America, the movement has been made to try to get both shittas. But again, from a historical standpoint, everyone agrees that in Europe, they were in the yeshivas and in Russia, Ramayusha writes this way in the tshuva, in Russia and Lita, they were not pushing for the Vilna Goyen. But today in America, we became much firmer. In the olden days, you got a in the olden days, right. you got a psaq, and you followed the psaq. Nobody but tried the, to be But there sheet. wasn't a psaq. That's the problem. There is no psaq. No, who was machriya? That became the accepted practice. You're right. That became the accepted practice. Everybody followed the psaq. Everyone followed the minute. The minute was no, to follow the joint. Right? You say, Levi, Hametz, you write to all the Shittas. Right, right. I'm not disagreeing. I'm not disagreeing that the Minhagim were established certain ways in Europe, and in America we became from Okay. I'm not saying you have to keep the Magen Avram. But I'm just pointing out that today many people like to get the Magen Avram. Now, there's a couple of problems. It's very often when you get the Magen Avram, you're still not getting the Magen Avram, which would be a real shame. You wake up early, you wake up early Shabbos morning, and you think you're going to be very firm, you're going to have the Magen Avram. So you go on the local Luach, and they tell you Magen Avram's man is eight, whatever it is. The truth is, you're not really getting the Magen Avram. Why? Because how do you calculate the Magen Avram? You calculate the Magen Avram working with Alois HaShacha. When's Alois HaShacha? So many of the luchos that we have today, they put the Magen Avram's Alois HaShachar at 72 minutes before the nates all the time. No matter what time of the year it is, no matter what's going on in the sky, it's always a standard 72 minutes. Which many contemporary are going to point out is probably not the correct way to calculate it. So if you're going to go out a regular luach, you're probably going to get the wrong Magen Avram. If you want to get the right Magen Avram, so that that right Magen Avram is going to be calculating that every day it's going to be different. It's not a set man. Alois HaShachar is not set. It depends where the sun is, different degrees, things like that. So, if you, if you go on to see the difference between the two, there's about a, at least today, there's about a six, diff, six minute difference between the two. 833 is the correct Magen Avram, and 839 is the, we'll call it the incorrect Magen Avram. So, there's a right away. Big difference of six minutes. You want to hop around the mitzvah, you want to do it the right way. Now, there's another issue that you have to keep in mind. And Mishnah Brewer quotes from Mazayah and Parsha Shlach. Mr. Brewer writes, the Zayar says that you're not allowed to say Kriyashma without your tzitzah Just like the Gemara says, you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to say Kriyashma without a tefillin. Again, that's a Gemara. There is no Gemara that says you can't say Kriyashma without your tzitzah. It's the Zayar. So the Zayar writes the Parsha Shlach, which the Mr. Brewer brings down, the Magna Avram brings down, the Chayodim brings down, that you're not allowed to say Kriyashma without your tzitzah. So now we have a little bit of a problem on our hands. Let's say you want to wake up Shabbos morning. Shabbos doesn't start here till 9 o'clock. Most people don't show up till 9 15. Okay? That's true. Come here, I'll show you. Right? So you figure yourself, listen, I'll get up at 8.30, I'll say the Kriyashma, jump back in bed, hop another 40 minutes of sleep. But should I put on my tzitzis first? Should I put on my talus cotton before I say the Kriyashma? Because according to the Zayar, I might be in a violation of Meide uh, Deshek. So the Aruch HaShulchan doesn't like the Zayar at all. He says there's a bad comparison between tzitzis and tefillin. Why? He says tefillin, you have to wear tefillin. You don't have to wear tzitzis. We spoke about this for about four parts, part series on sitters. You don't have to wear sitters. If you're wearing a Begadal canvas, then you have to wear sitters. But when I get up in the morning and I'm in my pajamas, I don't have to wear sitters. 
So therefore he said that's not true. There is no such halach, even though it is a zoyar, the Aruch very quickly pushed it aside. It's interesting, the Kveger on the side of the Shulchan Aruch writes that let's say you get up early in the morning and you say Kriyashma before davening, but you're only wearing a Tal's cut and you're not wearing a Tal's Gadol yet. So the Kveger says, no, Tal's cut is for sure good enough. So let's say you're an early riser, so you get up at 6 o'clock in the morning, Shabbos morning, so you want to say Kriyashma before the Magen Avram, which, why not, if you're up anyways. So then, I am not wearing my Talis. Says so it's fine. You're wearing your talis cotton. That is good enough. So lechatchila, I tell people, if you sit, this is right close to your clothing, and just you know put it on two seconds. Why not? Be mekayim desire. But let's say if you're going to schlep it out, by the time you get your titus on, you're going to lose this man kriyishma. Then it's probably not kedai to make yourself crazy for that. But that is something that is worth noting. We all know that this Thursday is a holiday, so we're going to daven later. Why are we davening later? Because the Shulchan Aruch writes, we go through this every year, it's just a good chazar. The Shulchan Aruch writes that the preferred time to daven Shachris is after Hanei Tzacham. Hanei Tzacham on Thursday is 6.54. So we shouldn't daven, get up to the Shman Esri before 6.54. Aye, why do we do it the whole year? Because the whole year we have a heter of the Mechab and Shulchan Aruch, at least many have a heter, not everyone. People have a heter, they have to go places, they have a job, they have responsibilities, they have somewhere to go. So therefore you're allowed to daven the Chachila before Hanei Tzacham, after Aloy Seshachah. But since we assume Thursday, no one has anywhere to go, okay. So therefore we're going to daven Bismani. Bismani means that we're going to not get to the Shman Esrei before we hit uh, Hanei Tzacham, which is 6.54 a.m. Now, one last interesting shout that someone asked me with this week. Fascinating halacha. Fellow tells me that he was in shul learning, and he realized he was the last person in shul along with the person who was davening. And he knows you're not allowed to leave. You got to keep the guy company. But it was getting late. He wanted to get home. He had responsibilities. What's the din? So it's a fascinating halacha tucked away in Shulchan Aruch. Samin Sadi Siv Tezvav the Mechaber writes that if you are, if you're with shul and there's one other person left with you, so the Mechaber writes and he's davening. Now, you have to remember, the Mechaber writes, where are you davening? Shebesades. You're davening out in the field. Or you're davening in a local shul. It's myriv. It's dark. It's scary. Says the Mechaber, You have to wait for your friend to finish. Because the guy who's by himself, once you leave the room, he's going to get all fadrate. He's nervous, he's scared, he's worried. Goyim are going to come, robbers are going to come, he's all scared. So you're mechoyiv al-pidin to wait with him. And the Aruch HaShulchan writes that this is gemilas chasadim begufay. Right, we know there's gemilas chasadim with money. This is mamish gemilas chasadim. You sit there and shul, keep this guy company. Then the Ramar continues and he writes, V'yesh machmir na'afilu biyoyim. And there are those that are machmir not only for myriv, but even for shachmiz and mincha. Even in our shuls. Why? So the Achorinim explained because people get nervous when they're alone in a room. It's a very interesting psyche of the human being. People get nervous and they get all uh, fadrate when they're alone. Then the Mechaber continues. Let's say the guy finished my essay, but now he's using his opportunity to you know, that he should win the lottery and this, that, and the other. So the Mechaber says, that you don't have to wait for him. You have to wait for him to finish my essay. Now the question is, what about Bisman So today our shuls are indoors. Today our shuls are secure. So do you still say this halacha that a guy would be scared to be alone in the middle of the day? Shachris, so the Mayriv is one thing. Shachris, you tell me the guy's going to be afraid to be alone by himself in the room. He's got his phone, he's got two phones, he can call anyone he needs. Probably he's got, you know, uh, who knows, packing, he's got a gun, I don't know. You still say that Bisman, is it? It's not clear. I looked in many of the contemporary Akhrim, I didn't see anyone weigh in. What's the status of Bisman, is it? So it seems like that even today, people have a psyche that they don't like to be alone. Right, right. You leave the guy alone over there, right? So the Mr. Brewer grabbed the Paskins that this whole Allah is only true if he shows up on time and he has a long Shemanesh. 
But let's say the guy shows up late. Ma'ariv is called from 9 o'clock, he shows up at 9.10. So Mr. Bruce says, no, 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 no. He knows that he's going to be, he's going to run overtime. No one's mechayif to wait with him. But the Mishnah Bruce says, it's still Midas Chasidus. It's still Midas Chasidus to wait with him. So it's an interesting halacha. So you want to make sure you're not the last. Make sure when you see Mariv ends, don't be the second to last guy either. Because then you might get stuck with the guy until he finishes. So just keep an eye on the crowd when the Mariv ends, thins out. So it's interesting. The Svardim, Ravad Yosef Sun writes, we're only Machmir on Mariv. We're not Machmir Shachwas and Because that was the Ramaz edition. But the Ramah sounds like it's all Tfilah. So let's say Shachwis, you get stuck with a guy who has a long Shemana Esri, forget it, you're there till 10 o'clock in the morning. All you got to do, you got a job, you have responsibilities, I don't know. Make sure not to dive into the shoe with a guy who has a, small, a, a short, a long Shemana Esri. Unless, Mr. Bruce says, unless he comes late. If he comes late, so then you don't have to wait for him because it's, uh, he can't be, if he knew when he came to Shul, he's going to be left alone. I haven't seen, if anyone knows more sources, I looked around initially, I couldn't find anyone that says, no, today it's different. Seems like even today, people get nervous being left alone in a room. I always thought it was little kids get alone. I always thought little kids get scared to be alone. You see, even adults, they can't dive with the same kavano when they are left alone.